intuition, spirituality, love, happiness, purpose, passion, your mission. Welcome to Success the Intuitive Way with Nanakasha, me, your host. We are going to talk to 24 new generation spiritual leaders, energy workers, and cutting edge thought leaders. And they're going to share their secrets of how turning to spirituality and intuition actually made them more money and gained them more freedom. Join the conversation at itsablisslife.com. And here we go for today. Wonderful. So welcome today, everyone. We have a really special guest. This is something that is very dear to my heart for many reasons. And uh, I'm very excited to bring some more investigation into communicating with other life forms and species, specifically animals, but all the wonders of this ability to communicate multidimensionally and receive guidance and deepen our relationships and all the amazing things that can happen. So today on our amazing energy and vibration and consciousness raising journey that we're on together, we have an amazing woman, Dr. Lori Moore. And she is, uh, I had Lori on my podcast, so I highly recommend you go over and find that episode on Bliss Dreaming because um, it was really fun. We had a ton of fun. And so what we're going to dive into is all kinds of fun stuff. We don't know who might come through or what kind of amazing stories will come through. But Lori is a real gift. She has a very beautiful and light energy you're going to get to experience. And we are going to open with a flavor of energy that transmits to you for the whole show. So you're going to just really sit back, enjoy, open your field into a beautiful, relaxed state of receiving our love. And uh, you're going to get a chance to talk to, I mean, to listen to Lori today. She has written 10 books on animal communication and spiritual evolution and multidimensional communication and personal manifestations. Make sure you check her out on Amazon. She's got a live stream TV show, Streaming for the Soul TV, at sfts.tv. And she's been on CBS Radio and uh, Beyond the Ordinary with John Burgos. has been on that, CNN, Fox News, NBC. And there's so much that she has to bring through her joyful and light energy. And um, we're going to get a chance to talk a little bit about, I'm going to share uh, with you, you might have seen the picture of the gorgeous cat in the email inviting you to the call today. Well, this is her cat, Jessie, and um, Jessie's going to join us today in some form or another, um, and she's going to share an amazing story about Jessie. So thank you so much for being here today, Lori. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. We just had a seminar over the weekend, so I'm really full of all the magic and goodness that is for everyone to have, and it's perfect timing to be on your very blissful, playful, sweet, light, but very powerful show. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, I know you have so many really great stories that we've played with, and um, but I want to start by just having you um, connect us and guide us together and open a beautiful space for some wonderful energy to come through today. So go ahead and, and uh, do that for us and pick any flavor that you'd like. Sure. The energy that's coming through me and Jesse right now is the transformation that comes in not knowing. So it's a real opportunity to dive into an energy that's even deeper than our manifestation and goal 
ideas, which are really wonderful and good and important, but there's another energy coming in for people today. And as you hear my voice, I'm going to start taking you there. As you listen to my voice, listen to your heart, and you'll feel and see in your heart, and you'll start to understand and know an energy that is so rare and so deep and so amorphous that it's sometimes overlooked, but it's incredibly powerful. And it's an energy that's taking us kind of like when we're a caterpillar in the cocoon before we're a butterfly. It knows exactly what it's doing, and it has great graces and gifts and miracles for us when we take some time to not know anymore. So just breathe deeply and fully and let yourself, even though it might not make sense to the mind, to go into this place, come into this place with me where we just don't know. We don't know how it's going to happen. We don't even know what's going to happen. We know what our prayers are, our yearnings are, our intentions are. But the way it's all going to be orchestrated, the circumstances, those involved, And even if its orchestration is going to match exactly what we think, it usually doesn't. It comes out even better when we surrender to this deep void of not knowing. It's going to become really evident to people listening to this energy. For some of you, it will be subtle, and you'll know later that you've received it. But just keep feeling, seeing, listening to your heart. There's no right or wrong. You might even encounter something in your heart that you wish you didn't, a memory you don't like or a feeling that's awkward, and it's all loved now. It's all welcome. So as you keep merging deeper into yourself, into yourself beyond your identity, you'll start to get a sense that really it is all welcome, that you are welcome, that every single thought, feeling, experience you had, whether you judged it as good or not good, was was seen as beautiful in the eyes of transformation, in the eyes of the universe in its flow, as the animals know, this deep, beautiful acceptance. Just let yourself breathe. And we'll go a little deeper now. We'll go in a little deeper into the heart. Whatever you encounter is welcome. And you'll start to feel something spreading out throughout your body. It's a kind of light, joyful, playful energy that's really changing the fabric of your thoughts, of your feelings, of your sensations, your emotions, and even deeper inside into an unconditional, inspired place. So just let that sit and keep birthing it into yourself. Jesse is assisting with this. Jesse, my cat friend, beloved guru, And this will stay with you throughout our time together today and beyond. And you'll find surprises in your life each time you surrender back into this beautiful feeling. Mm, Thank you. I love that. That's such freedom. Because I know for me and for most people that I've worked with, people feel like they have to know all the answers. They don't feel that way. It's so common for us to feel that way, and it's amazing how when we just let go, how what we're yearning for or wishing for can come in so many incredible ways we would not have imagined beforehand. I remember one time 
I got frustrated. This was many, many years ago. I got frustrated with how things were manifesting in my career because I had an idea of how they had to be. And I started to doubt myself, and I started to think, you know, maybe I'm just too weird, and <laughs> whatever I'm doing is too bizarre, and why don't I just go get a regular job? And I thought, well, okay, it'll take a while to get a regular job, so I'm just going to drive down. I drove down to, like, this restaurant and asked them, can I manage your restaurant? <laughs> And up until then, I had been putting so much trust and faith in allowing my vision, my yearning to bring this incredible love to the world as first and foremost. But suddenly I doubted myself. However, following that dream for so long had just built up such a strong energy that no sooner did I go to this restaurant. I mean, I wasn't going to be happy managing a restaurant. It had nothing to do with my desires, my interests, anything. But a phone call came, and that was my first time that I was able to talk about my work on a, a national television show. It was um, it was the Ricky Lake show, and there were, I believe, there were millions of there are there were millions of viewers back then, and it was like all this trust and um, love I had given to my work was so strong that it was able to carry me through my moment of doubt. When it, almost like a comedy, I'm driving over to like give up everything to work at a restaurant. And then some big national show calls and, you know, wants to spread my work to millions of people. So I share that story because this void I took you to, this void that Jesse took you to of the not knowing, is something we can really, really, really trust. That if we're following our dreams, we will get taken to the places that will help us. And even when we have our moments of extreme doubt or giving up on ourselves, the, all the energy that's been used to follow the dreams will take us back to something so magic and so wonderful. So I'm really inviting people to go into the not knowing and to go into the trust, the trust in your dreams. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I know I love that story. You know, and then they share with us how this kind of all began for you because I think it's really important. There's a lot of healers. There's a lot of channelers. There's a lot of people who are doing unique and unusual things. And like you said, they have that doubt. They don't have people around them often yet um, in their journey, or perhaps the people they love the most don't understand what they're doing. So it's confusing and it's scary, and it's hard to trust something when everybody around you or most people are saying, that's scary, you can't make money doing that, or you know, do that on the side or just be normal, go get a job, be responsible. But it's so vital for us to follow that calling in our heart. So share a little bit about Jesse a little more and, and how all of this came to be the thing that you gave your love and your passion to so that when it got to those moments where the doubt took you into action that was taking you off the path, it was really the doorway that opened you to, to go to the next level on your path. That's such a great question because there's been so many phases and so many unexpected magical helps that have come and uh, aspects of this work that opened up to me that I would have never guessed in a million years. But I'm remembering um, one summer I was driving up the coast and I uh, passed a summer camp in the mountains, Emmendale. It's a, it was an organic farm on a river 
And I just decided to drive in the mountains like 45 minutes and ask them if I could work there that summer. This was, you know, this was long before my all all this career and service that I'm doing had really blossomed. And <clears throat> this was before I'd gone to grad school. This was before my cat reincarnated. And I'll get to the part where my cat reincarnated. But it, I was in my 20s. It was long ago. And, um, you know, we hit it off immediately. The um, Tam, the, the person who... Uh, interviewed me and owned the camp and so a couple months later I was working there and I was inspired to create a musical theater troupe and um, we created a beautiful beautiful performance, a play it ended up getting on the front page of the local newspaper it, it was so magic, it was, there was just so much magic to it and it it didn't come from planning, it just came from an impulse in my heart and so it it went over so well that my ego took over. So the next summer when I went back, instead of coming from unconditional love and service, I went back with pride. And and there's nothing wrong with pride, but it just isn't the source spot to do things from. It's a beautiful part of life. But I was much more focused on my expectations and how it was going to happen the next time around and who was going to be in it. And it, it was like I assumed the same magic would happen. And I I wasn't thinking about the unconditional love. I wasn't thinking about why I was there. I was just thinking more about me and my success. And so um, when we, I made the announcement and we started the auditions, no one came. And I was really young and I was mortified and I was embarrassed. It was a big deal to me. And I went into the forest. I just left and sat in the forest all day. And I was crying, and finally it dawned upon me, what on earth am I doing? This whole thing started out with service and unconditional love and giving, and I'm like in this whole ego trip. And I just laughed at myself, and I was ready to just love unconditionally. I even dropped the idea. I was like, I don't even need to do this this project. And I walked out of the forest, and a swarm of people ran up to me, and they had all gone through a change of heart, and they wanted to recreate the theater troupe and put on the next production and again it was fabulous it was magic so much amazing amazing experience happened because we were back in that flow of unconditional love and service and then all the success again followed and um this kind of learning has had happened inside of me over and over and over again this lifetime many many times and what you, you're asking about is when my cat, Jesse, reincarnated, which was really like the climatic blast-off point of huge transformation and change. I had prayed to be on heaven on earth. It came through my heart beyond my understanding. I, it wasn't a, a willful goal-driven prayer or intention. Just one day, I was sitting there feeling so much yearning, so much heartache, and I didn't know why because at that point... I was in a beautiful relationship. I had manifested a wonderful career. I had a good life, but something felt so unmet deep in my heart. And I just heard this voice go through my heart, pray to be in heaven on earth, and I did. Well, what happened was about a few weeks later, my kitty cat, Jessie, who I loved so, so much, got into something with some coyotes, and his body was taken. And it was a complete crisis, breakdown, tragedy for me. I love this cat. Well, he started sending messages that he was going to return. Through other people, he sent these messages to me. He made it very clear. And five weeks later, I went to the SPCA. I picked up a cat named Shadow because Jesse said that he was going to come through the body of Shadow. And it didn't make sense to my mind, but I was getting these affirmations and instructions 
from everywhere and people I trusted, and especially a woman named Gina Palmer, who, who later helped me nourish all my talents with animal communications. And I took Shadow home, and as I was driving home, I experienced the grand difference between Shadow's personality and Jesse's. I could feel Jesse's soul in the car, and it wasn't in Shadow's body, and I started to feel really, really disappointed, and I felt I was letting this cat Shadow down because I wasn't ready to have a new a new being in my house. I was just yearning for Jesse to return. And when we got home, Shadow ran under the bed, which was the opposite of Jesse's personality. Jesse's so gregarious, and when we have a seminar or guests over, he greets everyone. And after a while, this cat hopped back on to the bed and looked in my eyes for an hour. I felt Jesse coming in, and I went into timeless spacelessness. I went into heaven on earth where there's no time, there's no space. There's no difference between me or Jesse or you or the sun or the earth or anything. There's just love. And we were there for an hour. And after that, he, this cat walked me around the house and did all of Jesse's habits and made it clear to me that he was Jesse, that his soul had come back into this body. And he had all the little funny quirks he used to have. If I scratched him under the chin, he would take his leg to scratch me. If I fed him and I didn't give him his choice food, he'd give me a little playful nip on the ankle. And he would try to unplug my computer plug if I worked too hard. And in his, in his previous body, he could do it, and he had a new, smaller body now. But he showed me what he was doing. And when people came over the next day, they could tell. They're like, that's Jesse. And we were inseparable. And it changed my world. It was it's something happened that was beyond my belief system, but it happened. And it was so deep in my heart, it erased any doubts in my mind. And then I realized I needed to expand my giving of my love message to the world to be about all species, about the magic, about the unseen. Up until then, it was much more of a kind of human love message. And it it had to be about the communication of all of us and honoring all those we whose communication systems we don't always fully recognize, the animals, the angels, the masters who no longer live in body, the plants. And from there, just following that and devoting my life to Divine Mother in my heart, everything has taken off. It has never been, like, easy. It's been hard and easy and challenging and then easy again and so full of magic and grace, just so full of ease on one level and so full of necessary challenges that just each time I go through one, there's even a more beautiful expansion. Mm, that's so important to remember. I know I finally got to a point on my path where I said, oh, when you go through this stuff, you get the goodies. You know, like you get to go through this, but there's always something better on the other side. I mean, it truly is. And it's really an invitation, right? Everything that happens is an invitation to move to the next. I love how you talk about, you know, that your business and this calling and your heart to do this takes you on, you know, along the path of your life and, and, you know, intersects you with the people and the situations that you most need. I truly believe that uh, business is a path of spiritual growth. Um, if you really want to accelerate and go quickly, you can have all kinds of things that pop up. So share with us some of the key things that happened um, as you were building your business. You've already given us a few wonderful insights into being on the Ricky Lake show and just having these other beautiful things 
um, show up as positive affirmation to you. But what are a few of the other things that came up in your business that were fears and challenges that then opened doors into deepening both your communication, your intuition, and your trust? Well, <clears throat> the woman I mentioned, the animal communicator, Gina Palmer, um, many years ago, she, she emailed me and she said, there's a website you should look at, and it's dolphinville.com. And I went there and I, I thought, this is beautiful, this is wonderful, but I mean, what, why did she think I should look at it? She didn't seem to really know. She just thought I should look at it. And I, I felt I wanted to contact um, the person who made it. And I wasn't quite sure why, and I was a little nervous, but something just really drew me. He's a friend of mine now. His name's Douglas Dolphinville Webster, and I, I did. I contacted him. I just went through that fear and contacted someone not totally knowing why I was doing it. I ended up um, going to Big Island and having an interview on his show, and when I met him, he told me that the dolphins were out in the ocean. We went to the ocean first and that they wanted me to come <laughs> and bring people to swim with them. And I'm thinking, he's crazy. Like, I've never swum with dolphins. How am I supposed to bring people who's going to come swim with the dolphins? With? <laughs> you know, like, what are you talking about? And, it, <laughs> and um, within a couple of months, I was bringing people. Um, out to swim with the dolphins regularly in Hawaii, and I'd swim with them by then. And it happened, um, it happened very magically, but it happened also with, I had to just let go of all my conceptions of who I was, what I thought I was doing, and how I was going to make it work. It was like going into some just overwhelming not knowing, like I was talking about before, which has some growing awkwardness in it. And after, We'd been going over there for a while, and things really built up. We had cooks and musicians and a community. It was just working really well. We were out in the water, and my mother came to me from the other side, and she said, this business now is going to be international. And I'm like, well, uh, how am I supposed to make it international? And she said, don't do anything. Just watch. And she was right. Soon people were flying in from all over the world to go to the seminars. So it was like this... All these passages, they were enjoyable. They were so wonderful and delightful. And the challenge in them was just that they were so out of what I thought was going to happen that I had to trust not knowing. I had to, you know, I had to trust putting my name out and saying I'm taking people for these seminars to swim with dolphins when, you know, that's not what I had just spent the last 10 years studying. I was studying psychology. So... <laughs> I, everything that needed to happen, like, I, it, it worked. I mean, when people would come, there was such a beautiful flow. I knew what to say. I knew how to help them. But I could never plan it. it I, had to, I had to surrender so deeply to something. I just call it the Divine Mother. And it's something so much bigger than me. And that learning persists because over and over I think, oh, well, now I know. You know, I have this down. Oh, no, that's when I don't know. <laughs> That's when things do not work, and I have to just surrender again. Mm, that's so profound. Well, so share with us a little bit more about how it is that you work with people and if there's something you can do now. I know you've got some really great stories, um, and there's perhaps people who are interested in becoming animal communicators or deepening their ability to do that. 
Um, but is there like, does Jesse come through and give wisdom or rec, you know, um, sort of like a channeling, like come in and, and say, have things to say for the group or what are some of the ways that people can use your services as well as deepen what they do and share something with us? Well, Jesse's just reminding people right now that you each have a unique path. You each have an individual path. And while part of it you get to craft and play with and set goals and orchestrate beautiful parts of what you're here to receive and give, which really go hand in hand, are unknown to you and come through just opening, letting yourself receive the guidance. So when people come to our seminars or people come for my one-on-one sessions on the phone, the Skype or in person, we're helping you to get back to that place of trust. So whatever your skills are and your wishes and your talents and your dreams can be fully supported and transformed into something even more wonderful as you open up to something much bigger in you than what you originally thought you were. Everything we do here, all the sessions, all the products, all the seminars are designed to assist people with their path in that way. So what do people do to awaken this ability? Because I believe everybody can do this and have a natural talent to a certain degree, but you can awaken it more. And what are some of the ways that they can use it for their personal growth? Well, gratitude, which everyone talks about, but it's not overrated. It's just so important. It's the simplest key back into the unconditional love. And I remember one man who used to come here for lots of events and sessions, and I watched his whole life transform. He was a nurse, which is a wonderful job, but it wasn't the job that filled his personal soul. For some, it does. But he was an artist by nature. And he was able to let go of his nursing job because it wasn't quite right for him and become a full-time artist. And he just blossomed and blossomed. And what I noticed most was the tool that he was using more deeply than anything was his gratitude. Because when he first came here, he did have some, um, you know, just some, he had had some hard times in life. But he, he... he let his gratitude muscle grow and grow so that he was viewing every situation that came along, preferred or non-preferred, in gratitude. Just like you were saying when we have um, a challenge, there's always so many yummies on the other side. And he began to appreciate that. So he was embracing everyone around him. What I really uh, appreciate about what he was willing to receive here was that people that were problematic in his life became the ones he focused on giving love to the most. That was a choice he made. And when we start focusing on gratitude and being willing to give our love freely and unconditionally, everything can open up. Everything can open up for us. Wishes that we thought, why weren't these ever fulfilled, suddenly are fulfilled. And wishes um, that go way beyond the ones we concretely think about in our mind start to be fulfilled. Our heart becomes so full. So what people can do right now in this moment is no matter what circumstances you're having, just simply return to gratitude. Even if you find your circumstances are non-preferred, return to gratitude. The animals live like that, and everything starts to open up. There's a new beautiful fullness. There's a there's an incredible wonder that occurs, and success comes from that. It really does. 
Yeah, that's wonderful. Gratitude is amazing. I remember I used to have a lot of resistance to it. So I'm wondering if you could share anything a little deeper, because I know that when you're in a position that's very challenging or you feel like things have been unfair or they continue to be a challenge in your life, I know from having gone through so many of them, and you know that these are always doorways to the next level of wonderment, and it's not the end of the world. But sometimes when you're in it, it, it just feels ridiculous to feel grateful right, <laughs> for what's happened. <laughs> it feels so crazy. And one of the things that I really want people to have permission to do is to honor how they feel. Just don't dwell on it and live in it forever. So I think... If people feel, used to have this thing, right, where I felt guilty if I felt bad because I didn't want to create more bad things, but then I thought if I let myself feel the way I feel, then I'll be adding to the bad things in my life, and this circle goes round and round. So give us some more insight on that because there's a wonderful opportunity here for people to really be able to say, oh, you know, because... We're raised with this, you know, be grateful for what you have and you don't have much and don't expect any more and you can't have your cake and eat it too. It's such a messed up message. Yes, it's very confusing and I'm with you 100% on, on everything you said about it because when we're enduring great pain, it's not making sense to feel grateful. First of all, it seems counterproductive to the mind because we think, well, if I feel grateful for these um, unfortunate and yucky circumstances, I'm like telling the universe, I bet it's okay to bring them to me. And we obviously don't want to do that. But what really is going on is there's usually a lot of heartache when we when we start to not be able to feel grateful and i remember a few years ago a whole bunch of uh, um i experienced betrayals a bunch of betrayals from different directions in a row and it shocked me so much that i shut down i'm a pretty open person and i i really was like in like withdrawing into myself i was pretty devastated actually and um i wasn't crying or laughing much anymore which usually is kind of very natural to me and I was having trouble feeling gratitude. It was like I couldn't quite go there anymore. <clears throat> I felt betrayed by gratitude itself. And I had to go down to L.A. to film this this show, and it, nothing was making sense because I'm there to o- help everyone open up, and I'm stuck. But I had promised, and that's what I was there to do. And as soon as we started, I... I could feel the depth of sorrow finally in my heart and I could cry. I was able to cry again and laugh again and then the gratitude came back so naturally. It was stuck because because the pain had been so deep and didn't make sense that I, I couldn't access it for a while. I was on hold. And then when I just fast opened back up to my sorrow, the sorrow became joy and I could feel that life was wanting to expand me. It was wanting to expand me into a state where I was more in charge of the temple inside myself, where I could feel the unconditional joy and love rather than be wrapped up in all the circumstances. And from that, the most beautiful miracles came. I mean, the betrayals ended certain connections that brought in other ones that have been so much more in tune and in alignment with what I'm here on the planet to create. So I would say don't force yourself to be grateful. That's not really what either you or I are saying. Like you said, when your feelings come in, please do accept them. 
And if your feeling is not gratitude, just totally love and embrace and allow whatever feeling is passing through you, like the weather, to come through. Eventually, you'll go back to gratitude naturally that way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So share some stories with us that just really wowed you. They were like those key ones where at that moment in time in your personal growth and your experience with deepening your intuition and your ability to communicate and receive information, interpret the information, what were some of those really amazing, mind-blowing, wonderful experiences that, that you had that also showed you, wow, how to expand your ability to receive. Um, when Dr. Uh, Bell brought um, his dog, Tori, and, and Tori, and I have permission to use their names, Tori um, kept running away, and I had no idea why Tori kept running away. So I asked Tori, and Tori said, because he has a broken heart, and he is running away from his broken heart, and I'm going to keep running away as he runs away from himself. And when I told um, Dr. Bell, he recognized that immediately. He was so thankful that his dog loved him so much and understood what was going on that he decided to sit in the broken heart and heal it and, and really work that out and come into another place and then watch his dog change and he ended up <clears throat> falling in love and um Dr. Bell did and uh Tori had a behavior change and it really showed me that we we can't assume cuz if I had just sat down and mentally guessed when he said his dog was running away that is not what I would have guessed before I met Tori I would have come up with my imagination could have come up with like a hundred different things and so it taught me so much about really listening deeply to what's happening in a situation for everyone involved instead of assuming I know anything. And from that moment forward, whenever there was a disrupt or something not happening in my business that I was wishing for, instead of maneuvering or willfully orchestrating what I would like to have happen, I remind myself to sit in my heart and just listen, listen for what is happening deeper below the scene surface that I haven't noticed. And that constantly takes me back to the unconditional love, which informs me on what to do next. And what to do next might be nothing, like sitting in patience, and what to do next might be taking a 100 action steps and going out and sharing. It's always different. But it, it, I found going to that level inside myself really propels everything back into a beautiful momentum that can't happen when I try to orchestrate it mentally. Yeah, that's, that's a thread that keeps running through this conversation, which I really want to highlight. You notice how Lori keeps saying, you know, just hand it over. Right? <laughs> like, stop trying to figure it out and make it happen and chase and push. And, and you know, you said something really triggered back when I was actually learning animal communication and I lived in New Mexico and I was doing a lot of, a lot of this was very new, you know, and that really excitement. That idea of wait <laughs> or it's not going to unfold yet or maybe your job is to just do X, you know, for a while really bothered me. And I remember having um, one communication that came through that basically said, what if 
you received really clear, trustworthy guidance that your job right now, your spiritual job was to sit by the window and look out the window all day. You know, like, what is that? And you weren't allowed to know anything else. You know, could you do it? Do you trust that deeply? And how much do you really trust um, what you what you gain? Um, and I, I know that there were times when animals or cats would communicate these profound things to me about, like, the world and the energy structures and things like that. And then there were times when, you know, things would just come through, like, I don't like my mane. Could you please <laughs> tell them to do something? <laughs> oh, so... Um, a lot of this wonderful letting go, but share more about how you learn to and how people can learn to, you know, decode or decipher or to understand the communication that's coming through, make sure they're kind of getting themselves out of the way, um, and then be open to, you know, that wide variety of information to come in. It's an experiment because life is really an artistic experiment. So you open yourself and you you receive what you think you're hearing and you you work with it and see, is it, does it prove itself to be trustworthy? Just like in any friendship, colleagueship, relationship, you learn over time, is this someone I can trust and in what ways and vice versa. So you, you take what you think is most deeply true and you go with it, you work with it and you see what comes of it. And if the, what comes of it is, is wonderful, awesome. If what comes of it is, you need to make some adjustments. Great. If what comes of it is you realize, oh, whoops, I took a wrong turn, turn around and take another turn. Yeah. And so it's sort of in the, t- the trusting what comes in, taking that step. By trusting what comes in, taking that step, following through on what you thought it was. Right? Yes. It's it's always going to be different. There were there were years where I had opened so deeply to that divine flow that I was feeling lots of unconditional love and bliss and just driven by the love and 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 so full like the the experiences of light and just I, I can't even put it into words how full I felt. And then suddenly life changed and <clears throat> that was not allowing me to be successful in the practical world suddenly that which had again it's like the same story i trusted it so much and everything was working and then it wasn't working and things were falling apart and i had to listen and understand that now i had to learn a whole new new set of skills about um, my whole relationship with money in the practical world i had to learn to love money in a new way I had to kind of do everything from scratch. I had to be like a baby and build a whole nother understanding. And then, again, things came back into harmony and flow in a new way, in a bigger way I hadn't expected. But it took falling. I was falling a bit, and I wasn't, I was mixed up. And I had to trust, wow, I thought I had learned all this, and it would just carry me forever. And now life's telling me I need to learn something else. Um, So... It, life's always changing, and I know what people want to hear is, you know, here, do these things, and you'll be a multimillionaire in your beautiful house with your soulmate and your, per- you know, and there's, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you'll be so happy and full and rich with life when you, when you like the animals, get it that it's a, it's an ongoing art project, and it's so rich beyond anything we could imagine. And there's plenty of everything. There's plenty of soulmates and houses and money and everything else, but your happiness. Your happiness comes from learning to go much deeper than all that. So 
So like the animals, you're, you're generating this love. You're generating this joy. You're generating this enthusiastic happiness. And from that, all these other beautiful things that are really willing to happen, money is willing to come in. A beautiful career is willing to be orchestrated. A wonderful soulmate relationship is there for you. All that can happen, but it comes like secondary from you falling back into love with the love itself. That's my experience. I know people... I have orchestrated a lot of things in my life by will, but I have not been fulfilled by those orchestrations. So I'm speaking to what has been completely fulfilling and successful at the same time. And that has Mm. a lot to do with understanding that it's always in change. What comes goes and what goes comes and things, things are born and things die. And that's why it's like... So many times I thought, wow, look at this. Look at these seminars we've created. We're here. Or, you know, me and my partner, we're here. And then it's like, oh, no, we're not here at all, you know. <laughs> it's, it's always changing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, that, that to me was one of the most difficult spiritual truths to really learn because I, you know, was learning all these communication and remote viewing and astral travel and I'm learning all this stuff and I'm loving it. But then I'm like, I get cued in on, oh, so-and-so told me this was going to happen. And then I'd be like, it didn't happen. So what's wrong? And to recognize that in every moment, like just right now in this moment, you're learning things that are changing who you are, what you'll think, how you'll decide, how you'll feel, what you'll be aware of. So you're not the same person when you finish this show. Right? People are going to leave this transformed whether you're aware of it profoundly or not. And so everything from this moment forward has a possibility of going in a completely new direction. <laughs> yes. And, and when you, you feel in so deeply into all that, all, that whole process you just described that's happening to us right now on the show, that's happening to us in our bigger picture of all life, that ever changing we're learning something we're gaining something we're losing something something we expected happened something we expected didn't happen we're satisfied we're disappointed all those things are constantly happening and so we're taught to look for a way to resolve that so it's settled it's a done deal everything's good but really all those things are constantly happening and we can step right through them through our heart into the depths of peace as i say it i'm just bringing that transmission forward that's right here, that joy, that peace. All of a sudden, it's just like, oh, I'm just part of a big, giant art project, and this is fun. And I can create the success and the fulfillment I seek out of my fullness. And it's fun. It's joyful, and I can create it out of my lovingness. It's, it's like I don't have to pull something to me from the outside. There's nothing outside. All I have to do is generate this this love, and from there, my creations change into such a wonderful Wonderful fullness. I really loved when you said that you've fulfilled your goals through will, but you never in the end found them fulfilling. And they (laughs) have to get back in touch with the love first, and then the money will show up. And I just want to say that is such a beautiful way of putting it because it's one of the things I do with a lot of people is work on those money story things, right? And because it, it's just such a reflection of the deeper patterns and it's such a profound thing for people. And this is so true. It's like doing something just for the money is there's nothing wrong with the fact you need money and you want money. But knowing that you can do what you love and that you're supported in the way that you're talking about 
and you will be provided for is what really this journey is about, is having that ability to remember that even when it looks like, where's the money? (laughs) Yes, yes, because money is beautiful and it's wonderful and we need money. And the more money there is, the more that can be created that requires money at this time in history money money is a beautiful it's like water i mean it's fundamentally not like water we but it almost is at this time in history you can't live you can't really live without money these days and you know so the more there is of it the the more you can generate what you're here to generate and experience what you came to experience and when that's coming from your love your inner abundant nature rather than a fear or a need. It's just a beautiful, fun dance while on the earth. Mm, yeah. And well, like you said, says, oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Like you said, that brings up so much for all of us because money does trigger all our conditioning points where we think we can't have or we're not good enough. At least it did for me. I had to do a lot of work in it. And um, I think you're about to ask me about my special package offer because that is really mm-hmm. something that can help people in this way. Um, I do have a special package offer on this show for people who want to succeed or transform in some way that you, you haven't quite gotten there yet or you're working on it and you need help or you feel blocked. And this package is designed to help you to go into that surrender, that love I'm talking about, but in such a manner that you can build and create your life so that you do have success with career and with money and with relationship and with how you relate to your your own body because that's the temple you live in on this earth. And so what I've done is I've taken a few of my really um, effective and enjoyable and wonderful products and sessions and put them all together so for a very reduced price than what you would pay if you got each of them separately, like some people do over time, you can get this whole wonderful treasure chest. And what is in the treasure chest is private one-on-one time with me, which you can use in whatever way you like for your personal transformation or to talk to one of your animals or a few of your animal beloveds. And a healing gem tones set, which includes uh, audio and video teaching you to create your life through this kind of surrender to build success, to in- experience love and success in ways your heart is yearning for and to heal those energies, those vibrations, which do not help with that, which are in your way. And it can be used over and over again. And eight workbooks, visual workbooks that you use to understand yourself more deeply, to manifest, to release, to improve relationships, to talk to animals and to talk to many species, to create your dreams, um, and a training course. It's a, um, a DVD training course we send you online with how learning to talk to animals actually does take you, just like you were saying, into a process of natural healing and awakening. Um, it also comes with a beautiful rose quartz, quartz gemstone and a, a precious bead, which I hold for each person who orders this and put my energy into personal intention for your your success and fulfillment. 
And um, all these these items, if purchased separately, if you go to my website and just get one here and one there over time, you will spend a little bit over $900. And if you get this special package, you will spend $197. So I invite you to use this for your fulfillment and your success and your transformation. Ooh, that's so yummy. I love that. So you get private time with you, which there's been just nothing better than that, right? And you guys can use that if you want to talk to a specific animal in your life. And it doesn't have to be an animal who's still in body, right? This could be some animal they had in the past who's passed on, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's something to really consider because that can be very profound. I know that I've had really amazing cats that I've lived with that follow me and talk to me, and it's been such um, an amazing healing opportunity to do that. Or you can also use this session to do personal transformational work. Of course, that both things will be that way. Um, and then a gem tone healing set, visual workbooks, and an actual physical rose quartz gemstone that you will program and then send to them. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Oh, my gosh. So, you guys, $197 for that. That is pretty profound. So, thank you so much. How, oh, you're so blessed that you've done this for us. I'm so excited for everybody. Oh, wonderful. So, now, is there, um, is there anything else? Is there a separate, just a free offer for people? Yes. I'm going to give everyone who wants one <clears throat> a copy of the Anna Miracle DVD. It's a, a beautiful um, and we'll send it online, DVD, um, with clips from seminars and uh, me working with animals and people. And uh, it's it's very inspiring. It's very transformative. And um, we usually sell those, but we're going to give those away to any of you who would like one. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Oh, that's going to be fun. So, you guys, if you're not certain that you want this, and if you are certain, you should... Take a look. There's a button right there on the page while we're talking live right now. You can click over to Lori's special offer, and you can go get one of those um, packages at Treasure Chest uh, where you get to work with her personally. If you're not sure, then make sure you do the same thing. You click right over there, and you get her free offer, and you're going to be able to actually see her working with animals, um, see different clips from seminars, so you get a really good taste for what she's like to work with. You've got a good opportunity to feel her beautiful energy here today. You can tell she's been respected and and honored and um, noticed on all different wonderful ways. But the key is that this is an opportunity for you to get a taste test. So make sure that you do that either way, but you can taste that and then come back and get one of Lori's packages. So, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. So, well, let's, we're going to wrap up in a little bit, but first I want you to share something I think is really, really profound for people. I know that you, when you started your business, you had some very established colleagues tell you you're going to have a book published, you're going to be on big TV, um, you know, people thought you were very naive, and, you know, certain things happened, um, and then from that, you know, you kind of got from having to trust yourself into people going, wow, you really created your own path. But I know you have some fun stories in that um, about how you kind of, you know, bought into doing it someone else's way and then came back to your own path. 
Well, um, I just I just flashed on a memory where um, I was. This was decades ago, and I was at an employment agency, and I was with a friend, and <laughs> they, they said to write down what you were here for, and she was writing down all these concrete skills, which was a really good idea, and I was writing down, I'm here to bring love to the world. <laughs> I'm here to create global peace, and my friend was like, Lori, what are you doing? Stop writing that. <laughs> and I was really offended, and I couldn't understand why she didn't like what I wrote, and it's so funny to me because, of course, in that world, you know, that's not what you're supposed to write to get the job. But thank God I wrote that so I didn't get the job. And I kept um, having to gravitate towards what what I really loved most. And I, I, I feel like the world just constantly supported that and because it was so strong inside. And I was um, at one point I was uh, creating these um, – these these events and um, to bring people together and there were dancers and actors and it was in Santa Cruz and I was writing these shows and I was working some job at a little store just to make ends meet and I mean I'm talking you know decades back and the guy who owned the store pulled me aside and he said, you're fired. And I said, what? You know, I'm a good worker. And he's like, I know, but you don't, this isn't your passion. I see what your passion is. Go do it. That really happened to me. <laughs> he's like, you don't want to be here. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I guess I must have been talking about my passion enough that he said, go do it. And I did. <laughs> you know, I went and did it. <laughs> so... um <clears throat> I think there's. I think probably people have little clues like that happening to them more than they realize. Because that's the kind of thing I could have overlooked. I could have gone home and said, "Oh, I got fired. You know, let me get another job." But um, I think I think the world is constantly propelling us towards what our deeper destination is. And if we really listen to our heart and listen really carefully, people will see there's been some signs and signals um, coming your way. Probably a lot more than once. Oh, yeah. Signs and signals everywhere. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, this has been so much fun. I know I could talk to you for hours and hours, but let's um, have you bring us back into, I've been just loving being in this space of not knowing. Like I've really felt as the different conversation has flowed, letting go, it's really been weaving through all of the conversation, you know, like even certain people just saying, oh, just let go, it will happen. And it doesn't mean we're not saying you have to take action and follow up on your dreams because you've seen that in, in Lori's stories as well. Um, but why don't you bring us back into uh, the awareness of that energy that's been coming through the whole time and wrap us up. Yes. it's. I have to first say I just love talking to you and being on your show. I feel like I'm in a dolphin pod right now. It feels so joyful and expansive and playful here. And I'd like to take people... Mm-hmm into this energy as our wrap-up. <clears throat> so we've gone into not knowing. And then I'd just like you to go into your heart now. We're going to bring the dolphins in because they're asking, to, they're asking to let everyone know they have been here. And we're going to bring you into a place where you can feel comfortable, where you can feel nourished and playful and joyful, where any fear of not knowing is erased with a great bounty and beauty of joyful, unconditional playfulness. 
And you can just trust that and listen and feel. And if anything doesn't allow that, that too is okay. To just embrace whatever does come up inside you. It's all welcome. All of you is welcome here. But keep listening and feeling Feeling your heart, and some of you might feel the playfulness of the dolphins starting to spin you around inside or outside in a very lovely way, not at all a dizzy spinning, but a just joyful, danceful spinning. Listen and feel and let yourself be moved in a new way as this playful energy comes in, comes into your body and your form so that instead of telling yourself I need to not know. How do I not know? What was I supposed to do? You'll just find yourself naturally and easily coming into a more playful, fun momentum. And so as you hear the voice right now speaking to you, you listen more deeply to the lightness flashing through your own heart and you remember the fun in which you were invited to be incarnated that really it's a place for fun and play and experimentation where so many possibilities are available. And so today we talked about how with every choice there can be some preferred and non-preferred graces and some preferred or non-preferred challenges. But now you're going to go into a rhythm and momentum that makes it fun, that makes it playful without you even trying. So just... Relax and breathe deep into your body, deep into your heart, letting all the energies of the mind begin to melt into a new way, breathing fully, breathing deeply, resting in the joy of life. And I will leave you with great love and thanks for who you are. Everyone listening today came because your heart has so much goodness in it. And I thank you for that, for this wonderful opportunity to be with you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. I went on a wild dolphin swim in the Bahamas. Yay. I just (laughs) went right back and her was so phenomenal. Mm, yes, play on just a few days ago on my beach walk, there was some couple dolphins that followed me down the beach. I love that so much. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all your stories and your wisdom, your beautiful light energy. I love everything about you. I thank you and bless you so much for stepping into this, for being willing to come out and be who you are, to share your gifts, to take so many people to a place of healing and love. And thank you so much for that and for everything that will come. And I'm looking forward to playing some more. Thank you. And when you first called me, I just felt this deep peace, like an ancient soul had called. And I've gotten to experience so many different aspects of you in our in our talks together, our two talks together. And there's just so much to you, so many talents and gifts. And I'm, I'm very delighted to have this time with you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much. What a wonderful journey. Each time is so magical. Oh, I feel so good. I'm going to go do dolphin playing down the beach. 
I want you to take this energy with you, take this out and share it, embody it, be it, remind yourself all the way throughout the day, and really remember what Lori shared with us. Get back in touch with the love, the thing that lights you up, that brings you love, that makes you feel valuable and valued and loved, and know that there's more than enough of whatever it is you need. So share and give what you most need, and then... Be open and receptive because you are perfect and wonderful just the way you are and everything you could possibly need or want is waiting to say yes to you. So share with us on the Facebook group at blissdreaming.com and have a beautiful and wonderful day. Namaste. Thanks for joining us this time on Success the Intuitive Way. This is Nana Kasha, and make sure you get my new course that you get free with this, Success the Intuitive Way, Nine Keys to Intuitive Manifestation. Join us at itsablisslife.com and let me know how else I can serve you at nanakasha.com. Blessings for a beautiful day.